Hey there, Benoa here, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the Business of Everyday podcast. My earnest desire is that our time together each week would encourage, inspire, and equip you to live each day of your life graciously to the glory of God. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Business of Everyday podcast. Hey, May I kindly remind you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening from, Spotify, Apple, Google, YouTube, in fact, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to turn on the notifications so that you don't miss out on anything that gets shared on the podcast. Okay, so on today's episode of the podcast, we are delving into a very important topic that I think would be helpful to, you know, most of us, even in these times. And I'm honored to have a friend knowledgeable in this field joining me on this one. So we are talking about entrepreneurship skills development. Yeah. And my guest for today is Kwame Oheneba Esuman. Now, Oheneba is an agricultural entrepreneur, owner of the Pork Choppers and Kwa Oheneba Farms a sales outlet and pork production enterprise. Currently, he's the CEO of Confederation of Young Entrepreneurs Ghana and works as a part-time consultant under KPMG and Ghana Enterprises Agency's Youth Start Program for Young Entrepreneurs. So yes, he's just the right fit for today's topic. Ohineba is passionate about knowledge sharing and this speaks so much to why he's on the pod today. So welcome to the pod, Ohinba. It's been ages. How are you? I'm doing well by God's grace. It's my pleasure to be on your platform. Thank you so much for coming. So basically, we are talking about entrepreneurship skills development. So I want to ask you, um, how relevant is skills, like entrepreneurship skills development, in the times that we are living in, especially in this part of the world that we are in, you know, Africa. Okay. Entrepreneurship has become uh, very necessary for many economies in the world because of the growing level of unemployment. Many governments are not able to provide for the jobs that the number of people who are wanting to get jobs, those jobs that governments offer are not sufficient enough for them. So it makes entrepreneurship um, a sector that many young people should look at. It makes it a very necessary area that we must all consider Mm. so that we can individually create something, manage something, and have the potential of employing other people who may be wanting to get job to do. So if you ask me, this is the reason why entrepreneurship is a necessity in the times and season we find ourselves. Okay, that's awesome. So talking about entrepreneurship skills development, where do we start from? All right, we we must first be able to create a distinction between entrepreneurship and business. Oftentimes, people confuse business to mean entrepreneurship, but these are two different areas that must not be confused. Now, while a business may be seen to be engaged to be engaging in a, an activity um i.e trading production manufacturing service to earn a profit entrepreneurship looks at creating developing an idea which idea 
provide solution for a problem. Out of the solution gives value both for the designer of the solution and the one to whom the solution is designed. Mm -hmm. So um, in simple terms, you can say a business looks at creating an enterprise that would compete with already existing businesses. But entrepreneurship looks at creating, developing, redeveloping a product or service as a continual solution for emerging problems and making a difference as the focal point. So making the difference as the focal point is entrepreneurship, whilst business is doing what already exists. Okay. So that you end a profit or a value or a returns on um, the work or the activity that you're engaging. But for entrepreneurship, you look at creating an idea. If it can be an already existing idea, but what you intend to do is to making the already existing product or service better so that mm. it solves a particular solution. And until that business solves a particular solution, it cannot be considered as an entrepreneurship, but okay. can be considered as an ordinary business. Mm -hmm. All right. So let me decide this as an example. In the early 2000s, radio in Ghana was English-speaking radio station, which was GBC and its branches. They were only engaged in English-speaking programs. So somebody identified a gap, which was that some audience were struggling with understanding the English language. So he brought about PCFM. He created a business which business was able to provide advertisement programs and radio presentation and television presentation through P. So in this instance, you can consider him as an entrepreneur and not just a business person because he did not create the enterprise to compete with already existing businesses. Mm. All right. Now, when we talk about entrepreneurship skills development, we are talking about the ability to create new solutions, the development of the solutions to address ensuing emerging problems, and possessing strong leadership skills to drive other people to achieve a certain goal. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you cannot be a successful entrepreneur if you lack the ability to create if you lack the ability to envisage problems which may occur in the present times or in the future, if you also lack the ability to bring people together, having strong leadership skills, then it, it will impact negatively on the journey of entrepreneurship. So entrepreneurship skills development encompasses the ability of one to be able to create a solution develop the solution to address emerging problems and one's ability to have strong leadership skills so that you can drive people to your destination. So mm -hmm. this is the scope of entrepreneurship skills development. Now, these skills that propels one to move from a business to the arena of entrepreneurship. So the lack of these skills would make you to remain in business. It will not propel you to 
the arena of entrepreneurship. Mm. And one of it is positive attitude development skills. Now, when, when we say positive attitude developing skills, it is the biggest asset to the journey of entrepreneurship to the extent that if you have a positive attitude, it is that positive attitude that you bring it to bear when you start your business. Mm. So when you start your business, you have a negative attitude. You, you bring the negative attitude to bear when you start your own enterprise or when you start a journey of entrepreneurship. Now, the, the, the right mindset or the right mental attitude towards work is a function of growth and profitability. You cannot have a wrong mental attitude or wrong attitude towards work and expect that in the journey of entrepreneurship, it is going to be smooth and successful. Mm. Now, positive attitude produce positive outcomes. So if we will be critical about entrepreneurs in Ghana, let's even limit ourselves to Ghana, who have been successful, we notice that these people over time have built positive attitude. Mm. Very, and it impacts on their work ethics. You find that um, somebody like Kennedy Japan, who we know is an entrepreneur, is yeah. that he wakes up as early as 4 o'clock a.m. So if you wake up as late as 7 o'clock a.m., <laughs> it means that your presence to work is going to be delayed. You always report to work late. And this would have a negative impact on the people that you are driving together to achieve your goal. Right. So if you look at entrepreneurs, most of them, if not all, you can see clearly that they possess strong positive attitude. The attitude of discipline, integrity, punctuality, courtesy, diplomacy, respect. All of these come together to build one's positive attitude. And this positive attitude is what you inculcate in your enterprise. Mm. So if you are one who is not disciplined, then your uh, workers, your, your staff would not be disciplined because you yourself, you are not disciplined with time. You are not disciplined with money. So if they are engaging in acts of indiscipline, it will be very, you yourself, you will not even feel comfortable or you don't have the moral right to put people to the right path. Mm. But when you have this positive attitude of discipline, when you have integrity, in, in, integrity is um, what you do when nobody is watching. Right. So if you build a strong culture of integrity yourself individually, you'll be able to inculcate it in your workers because your workers will know you as a man of integrity. Mm. If you cannot be trusted with money, you know, a lot a lot of the time, you people may, customers may even um, uh, entrust money in your hands by way of making advance payment for uh, goods or service that you provide. Mm. Would they trust that when the service or product is ready, you are going to provide for them 
as against the amount that they have paid for would your suppliers trust that if they advance credit to you at the set time you'll be able to pay all of this comes together to build one's positive attitude if your integrity level is high but if not it it makes you to struggle with your interpersonal relationship with your suppliers your customers and it will impact negatively on your successful journey um right in entrepreneurship yes um again like i said earlier i mentioned that for one to be successful in the journey of entrepreneurship he must develop the skill of creation that is creating new solutions that will solve a problem mm. to be able to develop um the skill of providing solution new ideas to solve a problem through product and service one must also have the skill of resource oriented problem solving ability mm. now resource oriented problem solving skills is what would trigger innovation so entrepreneurs must possess the skill of identifying a problem which demands a solution to solve so like the example i cited if nobody saw that there was a problem in the radio space in the early 2000s somebody saw it in the person of despite and was able to provide which provide service for the understanding of english language so one must have the ability to be able to identify problem and proffer solutions for the problem mm. now until one masters the ability to identify a problem and project to see the emergence of a problem in the future a solution cannot be developed assuming that they are providing businesses in the market space and we see that there is no problem with the business that is being offered mm. then there cannot be any form of innovation that will come up to solve a problem which may actually be existing in the space or in the market environment right. so one must have the strong ability to understand identify first to understand and develop a solution for problems that exist it is until when you do that that you are able to develop innovative ideas to solve a particular problem through products and services hmm. now if there is no problem which exists then there will never be a solution to proffer so entrepreneurs must always be ahead of the times and season you must always think ahead of the time now to develop this skill anyone conscious about succeeding in entrepreneurial journey must adopt what we call design thinking process it mm. is your ability to go through the design thinking process that will enable you to be a resource oriented problem solver now this is how you go about it it is design thinking process it's an approach that is adopted by 
blending or combining unconventional thinking and empathy for an endpoint customer who patronize or may patronize your product or service. So, for example, in a community where we live in an estate, you may have people who are um, owning provision shops. They may be selling water, they may be selling groceries, they may be selling petty, petty things that you may need at home. However, if your thinking is that you are just going to open another provision shop far away from the existing ones, then you are not being a problem solver. Mm. You are not thinking through problems and finding solutions because the existing provision shop may lack something that the people who dwell within the vicinity may be wanting to have a solution to solve that problem. Mm. So, like I'm saying, you must have the ability to think through problems. Even if nobody sees a problem, an entrepreneur must be able to see a problem so that he develops a solution for it. And to be able to do that is by adopting the design thinking approach or the design thinking process, Mm. which combines unconventional thinking the way a man all other people think you must think differently and you add empathy to the customers now by adding empathy is um, getting to the perspective of the customer so what is going through the mind of the customer and not what you think will be a solution to them so mm-hmm. when you get to the perspective of the customer then you will be able to empathize with them. And through empathy, you'll be able to provide a solution that will address their specific needs. So in simple terms, solution providers achieve innovation when they set aside self-perspective and adopt people's perspective in designing products and service. It is only when you do that, that you are able to come out with innovative ideas, which will set you apart as an entrepreneur and all other people as business men and women. Right. Now, customer customer perspective to how a product or service should be offered can be ascertained by way of having a wholesome knowledge of each or group of customers' needs and making it's more convenient for them to patronize. So, for example, in a simple market of selling meat, let me use my market, for example. Okay. I am into um, pig farming and uh, processing of uh, meat, i.e. pork. So, in this simple market of selling meat, an entrepreneur can adopt resource-oriented problem-solving skills by comprehending the needs of customers some of whom may be office workers. So some of my customers are office workers. Some are people who come and they want a product that would solve their needs. So there are some who come and they are saying that they have restriction of on fresh meat consumption. Mm -hmm. So they have health issues. So those who have health issues, how will you get to their perspective and provide 
a solution through your product that will solve their needs, that will not um, complicate their health challenges. The office workers, they close from work very late, as late as say five o'clock, some will get home by seven o'clock. They may want to have dinner. How will my product serve the need of those customers who close from work late? Yes, so they may be wanting to get a pork to prepare their meals as late as say six o'clock, uh, seven o'clock. How mm-hmm. will you do that? So when you get to the perspective of the customer, then it triggers innovation in your mind mm. so that you come up with solutions. So in my case, out of this, one, um, if one somebody wants to engage in pig farming, you, you will not limit yourself to only the rearing of the animals or the um, selling of the fresh meat. You can consider having seasoned frozen meat so that the season frozen meat is already prepared. It serves the need of the customer. So in my simple market, the meat market, I can confidently say that I am the first person in Takrade who brought about season frozen pork. So mm-hmm. season frozen pork, I can claim copyright or <laughs> patent rights <laughs> or however you call it of season frozen pork because I thought about my customers and I got into their perspective so that I provided for them a product that would meet their needs. Mm. So that is how you go about the design thinking, get into the perspective of your customers, not one customer. In the case of those who have restrictions on meat, I have smoked smoked pork. So you, you will not have to worry about fresh meat because I I also offer smoked meat. And this mm. is an innovation. It is a shift from the conventional thinking of selling of fresh meat to the providing of solutions from the perspective and the needs of the customers, providing for them what they may want or what they truly want. So you may you may get into the mind of the customers and be able to create innovative ideas for them. Mm. Now, let me also cite this as an example. Now, you notice that in the telecommunication industry, when it began, we had Airtel, we had Tigo, we had MTN and Vodafone, I think. Now, their fundamental service was to provide um, a means of communication so that people can communicate from one endpoint to another. Mm-hmm. Now, MTN thought through the perspective of its customers and they began providing easy ways of buying credit. So instead of you leaving your house and going to a sales point, if you are in an estate or a new site like where I reside in Takrade, if you have to buy credit, you may have to walk about 300, 400, sometimes 500 meters to be able to buy credit. Mm. So they touch through the perspective of their customers, what the customers want and not want what they want the customers to have as a product or service. Mm. And they brought about something like, how is it called? Buying credit through the Momo. So in in your own 
um, in your house or in the convenience of your 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 home, you can buy credit at your own convenience. That innovation. So they thought through the perspective of the customers, what they can do to make the customers comfortable mm. and to make their service, which are being patronized by their customers, more convenient for them. They also yeah. introduce financial services like loans, savings, investments, etc., without customers necessarily going to the traditional banking halls for financial service. It was right until when they began this that all, all the other telecommunication service providers saw the need to join the space. Yeah. Now, having joined the space, we noticed that MTN are, though their service may not be something that all their customers like, but they have um, a comfortable, yeah, um, large portion of the market. <laughs> yeah. Yes, precisely. So, um, if if you begin to think through the needs of your customers, it propels you to come out with innovative ideas. It is not the, the conventional way of doing things. If you think about the ordinary ways of doing things, it, it will not inform you to come out with innovative ideas. So one must be conscious about providing solutions through design thinking approach, mm-hmm. which is getting to the perspective of the customer, understanding what they want, or even looking ahead of the times and projecting to identify a problem that is bound to happen. As you do that, you'll be able to provide innovative ideas to solve the problems so that your customers will be satisfied. Mm -hmm. This, if you do, you are an entrepreneur. You are not just a businessman. Right, right. So, um, I mean, you've been talking for a while and there's one thing that if I'm to pick up, I would say is... um, Thinking like an entrepreneur, thinking from your customer's perspective keeps you in business. Sure. And business, yeah. And and that is really profound. Like and so like I would want to ask you, um, as a young entrepreneur, what's like for people who are in or people who are yet to, you know, venture into entrepreneurship, what are some do's like maybe some things that you feel like if you are now starting you shouldn't even attempt to do them okay a lot of people want to start the journey of entrepreneurship with money ahead of all other things their consideration of the factors that must be considered they place priority on money ahead of all other things but i beg to differ that if you want to start this journey you must start with an idea because mm. human beings generally, we are indisciplined with money. So if you do not have an idea, but you want to start a business, a lot of people want to start business and do, they don't have anything in mind. Yet when you ask them, what is the constraint of starting his own enterprise? They, you mention money. money. <laughs> you will say money. But I, I beg to differ. If you have an idea, you the idea will even drive you where you have to go to get the money. Mm. Let me cite this as an example. Back to my business. When I wanted to start pig farming, I didn't have money. Yet, I had an idea. Mm. The idea was that a lot of people patronize the meat pork. So, how how do I start? I 
already had this business in mind and it is this business that i shared with like thinking people and i was able to mobilize money because they saw the vision i had and it was able to court some kind of financial support mm-hmm. from like thinking people who are also into business because they they saw the potential in the enterprise and they saw that if i enter into the space i will be able to make money mm-hmm. and be successful but assuming that i went and said i needed money and i didn't have an idea because they they were eager to know so how is the industry profitable then i was able to tell them that when you put money in it in this month in the next 6 months you you will be able to reap your profit and get mm. about 60% of how much you injected okay so if you ask me i would say that a lot of people uh, young people who want to enter into business they must first sit down and identify which area is profitable and the area that is profitable you must also know that it is not only you who is having the thinking that this area is profitable so you must <laughs> be able to do something extra you get it so that yeah. it will distinguish you until such a time when you have an idea that distinguishes you I, i'm able to raise my head high in the skies because i am not doing the ordinary things i offer trainings for people in pig farming mm. so even when the pigs are not matured for me to sell and in online in the area of pig farming So, so while you want to enter into the space think about what different thing can you do ahead of everybody else and mm. until you you go in those lines or you you get into those thinkings that i am going to enter into this space and i'm going to do it differently from all other people it will be difficult for you to start and for your business to be sustainable in the space that's awesome So um finally I want to ask you do you think that everyone has it in him or her to you know be an entrepreneur because looking at where we are um where everyone most people are talking about there are no jobs and all this and all that you need to be able to think and create something but a lot of people end up creating a mess because we, we are all trying to survive and so we are getting into entrepreneurship Do you think that we are all cut out or there are some people who should focus on going to look for a job and leave entrepreneurship for you know because I, this journey is not for the faint <laughs> faint hearted you know so your thoughts on that All right so this is what I will have to see Okay I cannot say that some people are have are, are born entrepreneurs Okay and others are not even um those who genuinely love business doing business some start business and they fail mm. so it depends on your ability to be able to identify a problem i will always say that if you are able to identify a problem you will be able to develop a solution because solution begins from identification of a problem so mm. all of us we we have all gone through the formal education i have a friend who i completed with he did accounting i did banking and finance now when we finished school he was not getting job to do what he did was that he started helping market women those informal businesses mm. by building up a very strong accounting system for them so if you are into trading you 
you you buy and you sell so he will come from the beginning of the month he would get your, your capital this is how much i'm injecting into the business and this is what i am going to sell he's able to manage the person's credit for the person so if you give you sell on credit he'll tell you that you should not give your product to your customers beyond two weeks because if you go beyond two weeks if within a week time you have to go and buy you will not get your money to be able to go and buy and sell again mm. so he has built um, a simple accounting system for them so they are able to tell him how much money they use to start buying and selling buying from the beginning of the month and how much they've made at the end of the month and if there is a gap if they are not um, recouping their money if they are giving out their product on credit you give them um accounting consultancy then out of that every month he he's he's earning almost about four thousand cds every month mm. from uh, about 20 um people in the informal sector so you get about 200 cds because of the services that he has provided yeah. and he makes sure that he will give you counsel that will help you to be able to do the things right for your business mm -hmm. to go on. Mm -hmm. So the formal education we have all gone through, we have hidden businesses in it. It is mm -hmm. incumbent on us to be able to sit down and say, what can I use the formal education I've gone to acquire? What, have I, what can I use it to, to do so that until such a time when I get job to do, how can I survive? How can I earn something? Mm -hmm. And through that, through the formal education we have, we have gone to acquire in university or in secondary school, we can use that to be able to create something for ourselves mm. and for the benefit of those who are dependent on us. Right, right. That's so good. That's so good. Well, thank you so much. I've learned so much myself and I believe that uh, my listeners are also going to benefit from this. And um, let me just say a few things that I picked up. You mentioned that in this journey, we need a positive, you know, attitude and that's going to lead to discipline. And also sure. in entrepreneurship, we need to first have the ability to identify a problem, not just that understanding the problem will lead us to, you know, create solutions in an innovative way whilst thinking from the perspective of our consumers or customers. These things, when we put it in practice as we go on this journey, is going to help us, you know, sustain us on this journey. So thank you so much, Ohineba, for taking time to join us today on the Business of Everyday podcast. And before we go, maybe someone wants to connect with you to have further talks on what we've been talking about. How do they connect with you? Oh, all right. So I can be contacted on 0273-920089 on WhatsApp. And then on social media, on Facebook, Kwame Ohineba Esuman. On Instagram, you can reach out to me on Kwame Ohineba Esuman. Okay. On TikTok, you can reach out to me, Kwame Ohineba. So these are the channels through which uh, one can contact me if they want to engage me in a letter date. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you so much once again for coming on board. I'm truly grateful for coming. And hopefully you we'll get welcome. you another time. All right. Then. Sure. I'll ever be ready to share my thoughts and views on topics that are relative to my area. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you once again and God bless you. 
Thanks for listening today. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the podcast so you do not miss an episode. I hope to meet you again next week right here on the Business of Everyday podcast. See you.